Hello, welcome, and thank you for listening again to the verse of the day, where we believe that the Bible is not just a book about the past, but it is a book full of power and wisdom for today. I am honored that you would take a minute out of your day to look at God's Word together. Today, we are looking at a passage from the book of Zephaniah. <laughs> Zephaniah. Can you, can you even quote one verse from the book of Zephaniah? If you can, I will be impressed. I will definitely be impressed. Zephaniah is, is one of the minor prophets. It's towards the end of the Old Testament. It's a short little book. It's about three chapters long. And tonight, I just taught this book for our KBI students. KBI is our two-year Bible course that we have at the church. And so tonight, our students will we're looking at the book of Zephaniah. Our verse today is uh, Zephaniah chapter 1 and verse 12. Fun little fact about Zephaniah the prophet. He was actually the great, great grandson of King Hezekiah. If that doesn't mean anything to you, well, that's fine. But if you know who King Hezekiah was, Zephaniah was his great-great-grandson. He was a prophet who was of royal descent. And the message that he's bringing is to the people of Judah, God's chosen people, they're not serving God. They've broken their covenant with God. They're not keeping any of God's ways or commandments. They're worshiping false gods. They're practicing idolatry. They're practicing false sacrifice and even child sacrifice. And it's just horrible how far God's people have fallen from who he had called them to be. And so because God is gracious and God is loving and God is just, he sends his messengers to go and to tell his people, you guys need to turn around. You guys need to repent. You guys need to get back with the program. Otherwise, I'm going to have to bring some discipline upon you. Anyway, in the book of Zephaniah, one of the things that God finds fault with is that his people are complacent. And that's what Zephaniah chapter 1 verse 12 says. God says, at that time, I will search Jerusalem and I will punish the men who are complacent. Those who say in their hearts, the Lord will not do good, nor will he do ill. They were basically saying, it doesn't matter how we live. God's not going to bring discipline upon us. God's not going to bless us. God's not even involved. The Lord's not even involved in our lives. And they grew totally complacent towards God, totally apathetic towards the covenant uh, that they had made with God, that God had made with them, totally apathetic. And so when I read that today, that one of the issues that God had with the men was that they had grown complacent, it kind of reminded me of the day and age in which we live. You know, one of the uh, major issues that our youth are having today in this world is apathy in America. The, the youth in uh, the public school system and the private school system, young people today are, are apathetic towards school. They're apathetic towards their future. Many young people today have no vision for their future. And so they've just become totally complacent. They're not trying. They're not striving for anything. 
and many educators and, and people in government, people making policies, people in church were looking at the youth and were saying, what is going on with the young people today? You know, in the day in which we live, it's amazing to me that I hear people saying often how bored they are. I'm bored. <laughs> and it just boggles my mind. It, it blows my mind. How can you be bored? There is so much to do. We have access to so much and we are bored. You have nothing to do. This is, I can't believe it. In fact, I believe I am convinced and convicted that it is a sin to be bored, that it is a sin to be dispassionate, that it is a sin to be complacent, that it is a sin to be apathetic. Because when you say that you're bored, You're basically saying, I have no vision. I have no vision for myself. I have no vision for my life. I have no vision for my future. I have no vision for others, how to help others, how to serve others, how to bless others, how to give to others, how to add value to others. I have no vision. When you say you're bored, you're saying, I have no purpose. There's no reason for me to exist. If if you have nothing to do, why are you here? And the truth is nothing could be further or nothing should be further from the truth for a Christian, for a child of God. Now, I can understand somebody who doesn't know God, who doesn't know Christ, who doesn't know what God has done for them, who doesn't know of the eternal purpose that God has for them. I can understand people in the world not having a vision. I can understand people in the world not having a sense of purpose. I get that. But for a child of God, for a Christian who has been redeemed, who has been enlisted in the most important mission in the history of mankind, the redemption of the souls of human beings created in the image of God, how in the world can we as Christians ever utter the words, I'm bored? To say those words is to say, I have no idea about what the Bible teaches. I have no idea about what God's up to in the world today. Man, get a vision today. If you're a Christian here today and you're listening to the sound of my verse voice, get a vision for your life. Ask God to give you a vision for your life. Ask God to give you a vision for his house, for the church, for how God wants to use you to save others, to bless others, to be involved in what God wants to do in their life. Get a vision. You know, in Christ, you have an eternal purpose or rather in Christ, God's eternal purpose is at work in you. You need to recognize it. You need to grab a hold of it. You know, Jesus had a vision for God's house and he went in there and, and he, he tore the place. He, tu- he turned the place upside down, making what was wrong right. And the, the, the people who saw it said, man, look at the zeal that he has for God's house. May it be said of us, you and me that we don't show up to God's house on Sunday or whenever we come apathetic with no vision, with no purpose. Man, let us come with purpose. Let us have a purpose for our lives, a vision for our lives every single day. And if you don't got it, pray for it. God, give me a vision. God, give me a purpose. God, show me why you have me here. And I know that he'll do it. I know that he will. 
God created you on purpose, with a purpose. He wants you to find it. And I believe if you pray and ask him, he'll show you. Thank you for listening today. I love you. I'm praying for you. And I know that if you're walking with Jesus, your best days are ahead.